It's good, man. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, brother. Podcast, brother podcast, man. man. This is Nico. This is Abdallah. How you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, man. <laughs> Why you be smiling so much? Because <laughs> life is good. Life is good. Life is great. I'm alive and well. You know what I'm saying? As far as I know. Gotta go to the doctor, like I said last week. <laughs> Never know. Like some shit's boiling up. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. But um, nah, for the most part, you know what I'm saying? Life is good. Mm. How you feeling, man? I'm well. I'm great. Your sponsor was a little more enthusiastic before. You, you used to say something. You used to be like, um, you used to say something but like- But you know how I am, though. Yeah, but you, 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 you used to say something every week that was like- Love and life. Yeah. Something like that. Something, something like that. Along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Your heart's still broken? No. Uh, all right, cool. I'm all not right. hurting no more. All right, we good. We good. We good. Yo, we went to CultureCon. Yeah. On a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yep. That shit was dope. <laughs> My wife. Saturday. I, I forgot. Yo, I heard about CultureCon like a while ago. Um, I heard about it like a month before the actual event. Yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, that yo, that shit is dope, man. For those that don't know about CultureCon, because surprisingly, I asked a lot of folks. A lot of folks don't know about CultureCon. I'm surprised because like they got like a nice little following and they got prominent. They like not know. They're not just starting up. I think it's like their third one that in New York third, City, yeah. but they have like other events in different like states and shit. Far as I know, I think I saw that. But yeah, they states. got prom like last year, Nick Cannon, I think, Charlamagne the Guy, the year before last. Angela Yee was there last Angela year. Angela Yee this year on um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross, Regina, Regina King, King Sanaa Latham. Sanaa Latham. Oh, man. They had um Miss Sanaa. Kiki Palmer hosted. They had Quincy Diddy sung. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Kiki Palmer. Yep, yeah, she was hosting. She smiled at me, by the way. Which I, I'm not no fanboy, nigga. Yeah. But I'm saying, but you dropped the ball. You dropped the ball. You didn't give her the brace. She was speed walking low doesn't key. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So I ain't wanna, you know, I ain't wanna interrupt her bladder. Yo, we went to the car to put back our stuff in the car, and and it's and long I had walk. to use the bathroom before that, and that's like a 15, maybe 30 minute, 40 minute walk. So <laughs> <laughs> and we had to walk back, bro. Like, Damn, where the Look, these niggas and park? we walking back. This guy's. No, Mr. Cool Guy. You know, we, we, we good, we good. We I good. had to use the bathroom too. I'm bro. trying to get back because I don't want to miss nothing. And my bladder is leaking. Like, Bro, we already had that app. We knew p- the schedule. So by the time we get back, we still had to get something to eat. I'm so tight we missed Regina King. Me too. We missed that little. She, she get missed, on stage at yeah, 9.30. Yeah, I'm tight. We missed we, her too. We was, we was I networking. I thought she was going to be at that, on that stage. Because at right. that point, remember, we didn't know, we didn't it, was know it was multiple stages. Yeah. I think Them it's the pay. first year they had two stages though. I don't know. Like to be fair, but yeah, for those of that know, a culture con is is a big convention. That's you know, con is short of a convention like Comic Con, yeah. Santa Con. Yeah. Um, so it's a big convention with a lot of black creatives, a lot of black prominent figures, black celebrities, black people that's doing great things. Just black people in general, mm-hmm. um, actors, creators, podcasters, singers, rappers, artists, poets, po- photographers, Shout poets, poet. Yeah, I facts. His name. What is his name? Um. Official something. There's somebody outside just now. You know what's crazy? Yeah, that's the uh, that's landlord. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, you know what's crazy? I saw him through the mirror. Yo, that's good eyes, right? I um, that shit kind of scared me just now. Cause even though I know, 
like it's, it's most likely the landlord. I immediately put myself in a horror film. Like, what's that movie? Um, The Conjuring, right? Mm-hmm. When she was outside hanging up the sheet, and then the person, no, 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 it, not what's the Conjuring? It was some movie where the lady was, I think it was Insidious. It was something. Yeah, it's Insidious, the first one. She was outside doing something. Oh, carrying out the saw garbage. The person walk, no, no, she was inside. She saw the guy walk outside her window. She on the second floor. The little floor. kid, right? Nah, it was a man. It was a man. Yeah, she's, she's on the second. Oh, she's on the second floor. Yeah, yeah, and with then, the baby. And then like she, she opened her eyes and he ran. I'm like, so I, I thought about that. But anyway, okay. um, yeah, man. Uh, I forgot his name. Well, his, his IG is officially icy. Or okay. no, 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 no. Officially cy. Okay. I forgot his name though, but we going to his event on on, on, on 23rd? the twenty third. Twenty third. Yeah. He gave me the address today. Um, um at a spot called Soho House, but. Yeah, it was just dope. A lot of panels, run about being creative. Yeah. Um, making your way. Branding, right. expanding. Yeah. Yeah, multiple shit. Yeah, it was dope. It was a good experience. Um, and then the black women there, oh my God, yeah. y'all. Oh my God. Yeah. White dress. Remember white dress? Yeah. Yo. And yeah, black pants. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we was we was networking mainly in the um that warehouse part. Yeah, I forgot the name of that area. With the but HBO that shit was dope. and the. It's a lot of um, what's it just called? When people like have they stuff vendors, vendors, multiple yeah. vendors, vendors. Yeah, we met Chantel. All right, see me, you. Yeah, how you, many names you remember? I don't remember none of them names. <laughs> Allison, and did you listen to this? Allison from for those that Verizon. we had the. For those who listen to the well, who listen to podcast. the podcast and yeah. who know me personally, and for those that we met at the event that we gave mm-hmm. wristbands to and yeah. and seen our shirts and the podcast, whatever, like, don't take this personal. <laughs> yeah, Dominique. Bad I'm with horrible with names. My yeah. memory is bad automatically, but I'm good with faces. Names, I don't know. For any girl that I've met recently, just know. As soon as you told me your name and I told you mine, hey, my name is Nigga. What's your name? As soon as it left your lips, I forgot it. Unless yeah, you were like, well. unless you were like super compelling and I, and like you had something about you that was unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, but like if I just met you on the whim, like hey, my name's Nico, I forgot who you was. Yeah, for a fact. But yeah, shout out to everybody we met. Yeah, um, all the creatives. Yo, what made me like what I admired a lot too was um all the couples like um, Facts. husband and wives that had businesses together. They they reminded me of um Dana Chanel. And that dude, yeah, I was Prince telling, Donnell. yeah, I was telling the one that the couple that we bought the jams from, mm-hmm. the blueberry and the cranberry mm-hmm. stuff. I was telling them about it. I was like, "Have are y'all familiar with Dana Chanel, whatever?" Her husband. They're like, "Nah." So I put them on. I showed them the IG or whatever. But salute to them, man. It was like three couples there. Yeah, all of them married all too. All all black. All black. Both parties black. That's important. And married. I was yeah. like, "Yo, that's what's up, y'all. That's what's up." Yeah. We bought um we bought some merch. Yeah. Uh this couple had they were selling like t shirts, um, hats, like I saw like vests for like, you know, like like dressing up vests, um, for like weddings or whatever. They had this nice shirt called uh, culture on mm-hmm. it. That was very very um I saw a couple folks with they merch molded around like the theme of the, the event, which is smart. Like, yeah. Like, you put a coach on your shit, you had culture con, that's smart. Yeah. Um we bought some jam. Um, some 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 vegan jam too. Mm-hmm. What's your shit again? Blueberry, blueberry, 
It's it's a and couple. Something. Of, yeah, my shit is blue. But no, blue. my shit is cranberry raspberry sage jam. Is like all actual sage? I don't know. Cause when I, <laughs> I I didn't ask them, I wanted to ask them, but I forgot to ask them that part. Yeah. And um, what else we bought? We bought something else. One more thing. Did we? I know we bought the jam. We bought, you bought a hat. I bought a shirt. Bought some pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bought a soda. <laughs> It was um, something else. You sure? We got mad free shit too. Especially me. I went, they had like this table. You get like vouchers. It was sponsored by Target. And they had a bunch of Shea Moisture shit. They had a book from the panelists. Yeah. The moderator that spoke with, with Tracy Ellis Tracy Ross. Elaine, yeah. Yeah. Her book was in every bag. And mm-hmm. they had a free tote bag. And for those that know me or see me in play, you know how much I love my tote bag. Yeah. Hey, girl. And I went back for a second. It was giving out more bad. I came back for one more. Finally got your beard washed. I got my beard washed. I've been. I used this. I used this morning. <clears throat> yep. So I feel. How is it? It's good. I, I used the shampoo and the conditioner. Okay. It's kind of weird when you got wave. You can't really. You use the black soap it. that was in you, it. I haven't used it. I forgot I had it. It's in the. It's in the cabinet. You got two. I got two of them shits. Yeah. But it's not real. It smells good. It's not real. It's not black real because like black it soap ain't good. really black. It's more like a brown charcoal type. Yeah. Type feel like it, yeah, it, it dark it, brown it breaks up a little with bit chunks and, and yeah exactly like hard stuff inside yeah I was just watching a video on how they make it like it was this African woman and it's like a big pot and like the fire underneath and she's like mixing stuff together and it was telling you all the minerals it has inside what it's good for any that's why I told Tariq um it's good for like eczema it's good right. for any skin you got ailments. Eczema? <laughs> Look at these bumps. Right. Yo, shout out wait, first. Shout out my nigga Tyree, man. Shout out my cousin Tyree, yeah, man. We finally I Linked finally got to meet yesterday. my little cousin Noah. Yeah. Noah's gonna be two in two weeks. I'm just now meeting him. But to be fair, this nigga this nigga live in Carajo land. And for all my Hispanic folks. I was folks, trying to remember that. That nigga yeah, live in Carajo land. Like, that means Carajo. super far. Yeah. Nobody knows where the fuck is at. Like, I swear, we went through like three different states. So I understand. <laughs> he got a wife. He got two children. I understand. Yeah. I, under, I used to be upset. Like, you flopping. I completely understand, understand now. now. Yeah. We got into his area. We didn't see not one subway, not one bus stop. Nothing. Like, that nigga said. That nigga live in Mount Vernon, right? He works in JFK. It takes him close to four hours to get to work. Put that in perspective, guys. He has to leave four hours before his Can actual you shift starts. Travel- overnight. Traveling alone both ways is a whole shift. Man, that's a nuts. I'm telling you, that's nuts. Collectively, that's nine hours just in traveling. Look, I usually give up my seat for old black women. You traveling more than you working. That's two movies. <laughs> yeah. Facts. And you ain't even reached to work yet. That's the end game plus an extra hour, <laughs> which is sick, bro. Could you imagine that shit being a train for a whole movie? I'm telling you, rides like that, with all due respect to y'all grandmothers, and I'm very respectful, man, but if I'm on the bus for that long, none of y'all niggas getting a seat, bro. Yeah. I can see you like, young man, I'm, I'm going to close my eye, put my hoodie on like... Nah, I, I, I agree to an extent, yeah. And if you white, oh, forget about it. <laughs> if you white, you Asian, if you... I don't know, Indians back in funny too. If you not black, you definitely <laughs> not getting a seat. Black, it depends on my mood, <laughs> on, on rocks like that. But if you if you anything but... I mean, if you Latin, I'm going to fuck with you. 
But if you anything but black or like Dominican, Puerto Rican, like it's clip for you. Don't even look my way. Don't yeah, look at me. But yeah, I want to say that. <laughs> what you want to get into first, man? Um, you know, before we get into the real deep shit, let me touch on um LeBron James' comments on the NBA and, and China real quick. You know what I'm saying? Just to get that out the way. We touched on it briefly um last week. For those who don't know, for new listeners and our first and last listeners, <laughs> to about to be saying that shit. Cause I know some of y'all gonna listen to this shit and I listen to it again. But um we appreciate y'all too. Um something's going on with the NBA in China right now. Um, you know, for those who don't know, I got a little more insight on why people are protesting in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I kinda just Is it only Hong Kong? As far as I know, I think it's just in Hong Kong. Yeah. Because okay. apparently, I mean, I kind of just smoothed over it. I just said they, they protesting the government, treating them bad and shit. And I heard it's police brutality. But apparently, um, little, a little more insight I got is that uh, China is trying to like take control over Hong Kong again. I guess they previously did at some point. And now I guess Hong Kong isn't like really under, isn't like completely under their regime. But I Hong guess. Kong is the capital of China. Yeah, but it's something going on where like they're trying to like. I keep hearing the terminology of they're trying to like like take over them or they're trying to like, um, like run them. Okay. So so it's making me think that they don't run them right now. They're trying to like do that. And the people are fighting against it. They're fighting for like a form of democracy because you know China is socialist. Nah, it's communist. Yeah, it's, it's well both. Yeah, communist, socialist, Ho Chi Minh. I think since then, don't socialists mean that like if somebody needs help, like welfare is a form of socialism. Like if somebody needs help, both everybody is a helps form them of communism. Both of them is practically the same thing: socialism and right. communism. Yeah. Well, the communism in in China is some on some dictatorship, um, some dictatorship, some um, oppressive, like the government rules everything type mm-hmm. shit. So that's basically what they're protesting. And the funny thing is that. America is against that, but America low-key does that. Yeah, yeah. Lo- so it's like- Low-key though. On paper, we want you to see that we're not communists. We're capitalists. We're a democracy. Mm-hmm. But practically, we actually, you know- Right, that's a fact. We operate like communists. Yeah, that's a fact. It's just, it's not just one dictator. Like the government and these people in power, it's like, in America, it's like people that we don't see- it's the yeah. one pulling the strings. Yeah. Like it ain't the president, Shout it ain't the governors, it ain't. It's the niggas that you won't see. Yeah. And these niggas is is crazy. But anyway, um. So that's what is. This nigga decided to do this right now, man. Um. But yeah. So, one of the you know, I'm gonna speed past it. The GM of the Rockets posted out a tweet that said, "Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong." Chinese officials didn't like that. They saying that he he shouldn't use his freedom of speech, freedom of expression to speak on their sovereignty and and social stability issues. Which is, I mean, if you're gonna have freedom of speech, then what are you gonna use it for? And things yeah. like that. At least I believe so. So 
fast forward and now they finally asked LeBron James what's his thoughts because you know LeBron James is probably the biggest basketball figure in the world right now as far as his notoriety as far as how much he's known mm-hmm. so it goes without saying that he has a lot of money invested in China you know what I'm saying his shoes is made out there I'm pretty sure he sells a bunch of jerseys out there the Lakers had a the Lakers and Nets had a game out there during this whole thing so basically he really yeah wow um yeah, they've been having preseason games over there. So it's like, it's very particular timing, mm-hmm. the fact that we're having preseason games out there and he decides to tweet that, which, you 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 know, there's been debates on whether it was the right decision. I didn't see it this way because somebody did point this out. There was like, it kind of was irresponsible for Daryl Morrow, Maury to tweet that out because if this is a communist country that deals with dictatorship, right, and they deal with, like, the government is extreme and our players is over there Mm-hmm. You know, tweeting this that would have would upset the government. We don't know what they would have done to the players. I mean, obviously, it would definitely start like a war type shit. But your players is over there, and you tweeting against the government. So some folks were saying he should have waited until they got back to speak about it. But then some are saying, nah, this is a perfect moment because now the focus is over there. Yeah. So now we got to put our foot on their neck. So plus, I see both sides. And plus you're there, so you should know what you're talking about. Right. Like, now you look like a bitch waiting until you go back home. It's like, it's like you bump my right. car in the parking lot. I ain't say nothing to you. But right. when I go home, I'm cursing you out. Oh, this nigga bump my car. And right. You see what I'm saying? So it's right. like, no, no, I'm saying that point. So LeBron James, he he commented on Daryl Morris comments, and he basically said that he he said that there are um damn what's the word he used? He said there is it start with a R. There are ratifications or ramifications. R- r- yeah, ramifications of when you should tweet, how you should tweet. He basically said that he was uneducated on the issues out there and he was he was maybe just thinking about himself when he tweeted it. But then it's like Who said this? LeBron James said that about Se- the tweet. About Daryl. Yeah, Mahomes. but it's okay. like the core of the tweet is damn near the opposite of thinking about yourself. He put his he put his voice and his his job on the line and his name on the line because we don't know everybody knows like like U.S. is in debt to China and damn near every fashion like and we do a lot of business in China it's a billion dollar population so a lot yeah. of folks it ain't just the NBA it's a lot of it's a lot of brands that's very quiet right now Nike uh, well Adidas is German I think but Nike you know all the other countries probably fucking Target you know all these all these big brands that I'm just naming a few majority yeah. that have dealings with China we don't hear them speaking out but the NBA is on the hot seat right now. So, some would say that tweet was the complete opposite of thinking about yourself being selfish. You put your name in the line for people you don't even be around. That's Hong Kong citizens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'll listen to, uh, um, I forgot his name, Chris, uh, his name is Chris Broussard and some other guy. They like the NBA analyst commentators and they was getting on LeBron James' ass. But I totally agree because like- With who? LeBron or- they were, no, no, they was no. I agree with them. Okay. They were, they were saying what LeBron James said about um, uh, 
Mr. Morrow, um, Maury is like, first of all, how is he saying he's uneducated when he tweeted out? The the tweet verbatim is fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows at the, well, everybody knows, we all should know at this point that it's a communist, you know, country and, you know, some of the things going on over there. Now, you may not, you may not be aware of the full protest, but you know how China runs their people. Like, they got concentration well, camps we, right now. Well, I get that, and I agree to a certain extent, however, because we know how propaganda works. Uh-huh. So, him saying that, we don't know, like LeBron said, for a fact, what is going on or why it's going on. So, it's more like, for me, it's more like an indifferent stance. You see what I'm saying? Because back I in the suppose. day, 2012, when they came out with that whole Coney stuff, I, I even fell for it. I wrote it. I reposted. Oh, they should, you know, apprehend Coney, stop him and the violence or whatever. Right. But I've never set foot in whatever country Coney was supposedly, you know, right. um, active in. I've never been to China. So I don't know how certain, you know, I don't know how they actually govern their citizens but or they're people. a communist country though yeah but you could just look at communist the... countries that um cuba is communist but also but they're what sorry to cut you off not sorry to cut you off. you're sorry i didn't say that in that long even okay even if you get what i'm saying though? i do but like we we, we we spoke about they having muslims in concentration camps yeah so they're capable of doing these type they're of things capable. yeah i i know for a fact yeah, i'm so not saying chinese i'm giving them people. less of the benefit of the doubt to explain themselves in this point even towards black people like they're not right. the best people not 100%. so all i'm saying is at the same time you can't really fall for the propaganda and lebron saying that may be in his own best interest it because is. of his it is. personal dealings exactly with China. Which I understand. You see what I'm saying? It's just like it's just like all these other companies that is being mass their products are being mass manufactured in China right. that chose to take the role of, you know, being hush hush about it. You know what's going on, potentially, but you're choosing not to say anything because it's gonna hurt you financially. Which is yeah, which is hypocritical. So Darren Mori, he's probably even if it's not if it's not hypothetically, if it's not um in uh terms of propagandize and, and and showing China in a bad light, even if it's actually objective and he's right with what he's saying, he don't care about that because he's looking at it from a moral standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I get that. I would have I, I respect that if that's the case. Right. So that's all I wanted to say. I just think it's convenient. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Which, I mean, that's all it is. I can't speak from a billionaire standpoint. Like, I don't know what I would do if, but I'm just saying, like, like from a human being standpoint, you you would say that if that was. Yeah. Your. But the thing is, is like, it's just very convenient. Like, you really, the tweet was really, you know, in support of democracy. Yeah. So, if I understand that, like, there are ramifications on whether you should tweet that out at that point or whatnot, but it's like, there are some point in times where, like, okay, even though the NBA is a America-based, like, country organization, I mean, not country, organization, yeah. 
LeBron James has spoken out about, you know, things the government has said, the president has said, mm-hmm. um, the police. Because he knows that no matter what, like, nigga, Donald Trump can't not make him play Bass- in China. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to not sell his clothes because he's a big brand or whatever. And But when it comes to China, who we all know, if China, <laughs> like, the way they are, they stick together. Exactly. I'll say that. So, yeah. like, if they feel like you disrespecting them, they taking down posters of the NBA. Yeah. Niggas is, you know what I'm saying? They not selling no NBA merch. They not, they canceled a couple and games. they have no problem doing it. And they, yeah, they, they, they're like, you know what? We shutting everything down. Fuck all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we're no longer. But he knows that. That's why he's kind of treading lightly. Ooh, which, ooh. which, which, LeBron? LeBron. Okay. Which but, a lot of folks But didn't you say they were burning his jerseys? The protesters, because somebody said... Oh, the protesters. Okay, yeah, a okay. quote came out from one of the protesters, and it was like, when they heard him say that against Daryl Morey, there was like, it. the guy was like, you know how bad it makes us feel that one of the NBA's biggest you know, global stars is, is, like, is like almost turning his back on us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that... That's why the people, the pro, the protesters are burning his jersey. Okay. They're like, you're not really, like, you standing for freedom on this side, but then when it comes to us, you just turn the blind eye. You know what I'm saying? That's how they mm. feel. That's just how they feel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I, I want to see how this plays out. Honestly, this is one of the points where I feel like if you're not going to say something, like, viable yeah. and, like, just don't say nothing at all. Yeah. Like he didn't have to say that about Derek Morey. He didn't have to say anything. Just could, just because you a big figure don't mean you have to like. If you're not, if you're not gonna say like, look, I stand with freedom of speech, and 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 I stand with people being free and democracy. Then what was the point of you saying he was uneducated? We already know it's a communist country. They got niggas in concentration camps. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no way you can gift wrap having millions of people in concentration camps and make it sound like, oh, okay, I, okay, I understand why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Unless these niggas got a virus and they going mad like World War Z, then I right, put them niggas in, in camps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just my thoughts on the matter. I just want to see if people are going to like stay, you know, they're going to stay consistent. They're going to speak on, you know, righteous things here, but then you're going to turn your blind eye when there's money involved. You know what I'm saying? Or your it's personal like, convenience. A lot of folks was kind of comparing him to Ali, which is Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. Which is very, I mean, he he's probably one of the closest to it, but Muhammad Ali went three years without fighting. Like he literally couldn't get a fight. They mm-hmm. they took his belt away. All that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and, he, and he spent and time he in wasn't jail. getting paid the amount of money that the athletes getting paid now. So he he yeah. was he wasn't really balling like that when that shit happened to him. And he went to and jail. he still chose to sit to his guns. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's a different level of being like a um a global icon when it comes to Ali. So folks want to put LeBron that. In that realm, he hasn't got there yet. If he's taking stances like this, that's just my. my, yeah. my Ali opinion. was strictly on black issues. Facts. Like, if it was this going on, and he was, he like, probably wouldn't. He would. He wouldn't have said anything. He's like, right. yo, that's not. That has nothing to do with me and my people. Right. When we going through hell over here, China and said shit to help me and my people. Right. So that's why true. am I speaking on them? That's true. That's why I said if you don't say nothing, I was just. Shit over I was just not that's why it. I always say black people need to mind their damn business. Like niggas is too, like opinionated when it comes to other people or their own people. That's the funny thing. Like, 
you're in support of other people or you're speaking in terms of like defending other people but when it's your own people not talking about lebron yeah. but i'm saying like black people as a whole like mm-hmm. we're more likely to you know condemn our own and speak from a moral and ethical and understanding level when it pertains to other people like yo you need to just mind your business bro right right i reach a turn agree yeah but yeah let's see what's gonna happen with that shit but what's yeah. up um i just wanted to hit off this uh topic that i introduced last week as the fact of the week where i um oh yeah yeah, yeah. where i touched on the relationship between multiple sex partners and mental health I know a lot of people, they going to be like, oh, I want to hear this shit. I don't really give a fuck, <laughs> to be honest. Like, you you can fast forward, you can pause it, you can turn it off. I don't care. But um, I advise everybody to conduct your own research pertaining to this study. There's multiple studies on this. And um, I just, last week, as the fact of the week, I only mentioned um, the fact that it leads to, like, depression, anxiety, and substance abuse in women but in both genders it affects us in terms of self love and self like value value yeah validation all of that in those aspects like in one of the studies it said um the more sexual partners a woman may have is more is the is um the more likely she would subdue to these symptoms. Right. However, inversely, the less, when it comes to men, the less sexual partners a male may have, the more he would succumb to this. And all of this is due to social standards, social norms, social standards, because men are viewed to have multiple sex partners. The more sex partners you have, of course, of the opposite sex, um, the more of a man you are right. and the less a woman may have the more conservative she are, right. is the more in demand yeah, she may be more pure the more, exactly more of a queen type of shit. Yeah. so yeah i just wanted to touch on that and um it was something else that was interesting i agree with that but that's just look that just comes from you know self validation standing you know you putting yourself, you validating yourself, not from yourself, but from society standards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like the same thing I talk about my Nico's soul, like that I mentioned with the guys, but with the girls, I agree with that. You know, it's like I literally be having to tell girls, like, and this is girls that I've dealt that I've dealt with romantically, and just female, not female. Women friends that I just had that are like my sisters that they may be down on themselves because they feeling lusty or because they want to mess with a guy, but it may be in they mind it may be too soon or and I always ask them like who said it's too soon? Who said you can't do this? Yeah. Like who said you can't just wanna you like how he looks and you just wanna fuck him and not see him again? Who said you can't do that? As long as you're doing it with respect. Long, meaning, like, as long as you're not, like, doing it within the same group of friends, that's kind of, like, low dignity. If you're not messing with these guys, letting them nothing you raw, that's that's low ball, too. And you're not, like, messing with multiple guys at a time. Me, personally, I think that's multiple guys at a time. That's kind of, like, degrading to me. 
Um, just like it's just something that you do thing. But if you just out having fun, like yeah, and you and you and you, you being safe, taking care of yourself, yeah. taking care of yourself. You know guys, what you're and doing. These guys know that. They're not going to disrespect you. It ain't yeah. going to be like, hey, come over here, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. It's a respect. You're both having fun. You're both adults. So go ahead. Have fun, bro. Like, yeah. who cares, bro? So what? Who cares? <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're exactly right. It's all about your intentions and your mindset doing it. Like, uh-huh. if it's strictly out of your own free will, by all means, do you. But don't do feel you, the boo? need to... Be subject to this, especially by somebody else. Right. Because then you're just, you know, you're a puppet to this person. Mm -hmm. And we all know women are more influenced through emotions than men are. And they even got into that. It's like certain secretions, like if you have unprotected sex, certain secretions from that male may influence that woman's thought and all of that towards that male. So, like you said, if you're having multiple partners, if you have multiple partners at one time and you're not using any form of protection, this is where the study, one of the studies got into the whole mental health when they said, um, like, one of the, in particular, uh, for mental health, one of the complications or outcomes may be, like, split personalities, because of these in these secretions from multiple guys plus your own personality and yeah. all of that is inside of you and it's affecting you on a neurological neurological level exactly mm-hmm. but people will hear this and they'll be like about talking it's just shit. sex yeah exactly like, it's a lot not, though. a lot of people be it's on that that sex. bullshit like it's yeah. just sex i'm just busting a nut no yeah. it's not nah, it's like not, bro. it's not Cause one with the you fucking raw. If I'm like, I think you said this. Like when when a guy like fucks a girl, like his stuff stays in her for like a certain period of time. A certain period of time, I you know believe saying? it's like Especially, roughly a year. On, like, like even if he pulls out, like he he still his body, his fluids, yeah, skin cells. A, a part of me is gonna be inside of you. That's one. Even if you use a condom, you know what energies are, right? I was just about to get into yeah, this. like energy. I was just about like, to get into this. Like you could be, you could be fucking like Jews with a sheet over yourself. <laughs> the energy still transferring. Y'all, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Sex is not just yeah. no. Even those people have like one night stands. Like, it's, yeah. even if it's a little bit of energy that's transferring, it's still it's still transferring. But you gotta be careful who you mess with. That's why some girls sleep with certain niggas and then they go crazy. Like, yo, you, yo, you ain't the same no more. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yo, you, her family would be like, like yo, you're acting. You start di- fucking with this guy. Yeah. They ain't even dating. Y'all just smashing. And, and you got her acting weird. She got you acting weird. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, energies it's ain't en- right. Yes. It's shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I believe in that. Y'all, yes. y'all can do what y'all want. Yes. But I, I believe in that. Um, What I was going to say was, um, remember when that episode when we had Tasha, Kay, and Skip on? Mm-hmm. And then the question was something about messing with a girl who is bisexual and my answer wasn't as concise yeah the uh, the question was um would you date somebody that was bisexual that was bisexual yeah and your answer was my answer sounded yeah. like 
No, you wouldn't because if somebody's by here's what it sounds like. I'm not saying it was you mean. Yeah. It sounded like you were saying you was conveying that since some um you want to date somebody who's bisexual because she's gonna be attracted to both sexes yeah, and wanna fuck and it, with both sexes. It's probably gonna concurrently. It's probably gonna heighten her chance of being like cheating a uh, yeah. cheating individual. Yeah. I wasn't concise in my definition, but this is why I said just now too that you touched on energies that I wanted to get back to. Mm-hmm. My thing is this, like I didn't say it on the episode, but mentally I thought it, but I, my mouth wasn't, you know. Yeah. Once again, energies. So when you're having sex, certain energies is present in the room. You see what I'm saying? And after you get up and leave, these energies are still present around you. This is why people will act out. This is why people would have like, like split personalities. It may seem like split personalities, but... You have now opened the gateway to certain entities and energies to potentially influence you, depending on your mental strength, your spiritual strength, and all of these. If you're strong, like I know for a fact, like I'm strong minded with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I know for a fact, like certain things is just not going to influence me. Right. It's That's not going to deter me. It's not going to, you know, throw me off or, you know, possess me or whatever. I just know for a fact. So. The, a lot of people don't know themselves. And this is why I mentioned that on the podcast, mm-hmm. too, on that specific episode too. And we ended up going all the way around and Skip mentioned, like, this is why Abdallah had mentioned this. And I was like, thank you. Because I know what I'm talking Like, if you know yourself, you know you're going to not be entertained or you, you're not just, you're straight up not going to entertain certain things. Right. Because you know, you may not know how to verbally say it, but you just inherently feel like this is not for me. Right. You see what I'm saying? So going back to the whole um, bisexual thing, what I wanted to say was basically those energies are present with that partner. That's why I was like, if I was to just smash, yeah, I would. But as far as being in a full-blown relationship, I wouldn't because now I'm I'm actually dedicating like all of me. Well, not all of me, but majority of myself to this person because I believe in commitment. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to be, you know what I'm saying, and be cheating on you, you know what I'm saying? Right. So for me it's like I know you're not 100% you right now. You're confused to a certain extent. So I am not going to go into a committed relationship with someone who's confused. Now, like we said a couple minutes ago, people will be like, oh, it's just sex. No, it's not. You don't, you feel like it's just sex because all you care about is getting sexually stimulated. Right. I don't give a fuck about that. In the physical sense. Exactly. That's you just looking at this shit strictly from a physical aspect. You just want to hit orgasm. That's all you want. And you go about your day. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen? You're going to have that impulse against. You're going to have those urging, those those urge again, again. And, and a, you're going to you're going to keep chasing that. Yeah. That's why you're never going to be fulfilled. Exactly. And when things become addictive, you start ignoring things that logically make sense, things you shouldn't be doing, but since exactly. you're already addicted, you like I need one more of that hit. I need I need exactly. one more of that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a rabbit hole. Exactly. You get on the rabbit hole. Yep. And you may yeah. you may have to celebrate yourself. Exactly. You may and, have to, you know, you know what I'm saying? And that's how you know if you're addicted or not. Because if you can't put certain something down for a certain period of time, yeah, you addicted. Shit, you my nigga. Yeah, yeah you addicted. 
if you abstain from sex but you still watching porn, my nigga, you addicted. Because yeah, all of this, according to the database, according to um, technically being diagnosed as a hyper sexual being or or sex being sexually addicted, well, being sexually addicted, well, addictive. I mean. Mm-hmm. It has multiple, like, if you have to, if you feel the need to masturbate, if you feel the need to actually have sex, if you feel the need to watch porn, if any type of indulgence in any type of sexual act behavior or um, anything affiliated with sex, sex, basically, right? If you can't abstain from all of that, my nigga, you, you, you're addicted. If you're thinking about sex throughout your day, you're at work, you're thinking about sex. My nigga, you, you work in a yeah, cubicle right. and you think about sex. You drawing dicks like the nigga in Superbad. <laughs> like, my, you're addicted. Yeah, facts. And it's a lot of people, like... Yeah, facts. At one point, period in my life, like, you speak about, like, you wake yeah. up. I would think about this shit. Yeah. Like, hit multiple... It's a little overwhelming. Yeah, at, at that point in time, it's a little overwhelming. It's like, damn, like, I'm always thinking about this. Like, and then you think, I like, gotta get like, it. Why? I gotta get it. Like, it's like, why am I feeling? Yeah. And that's when you gotta go cold turkey sometimes. Nah, nah depending on talk. your personality, of course. Not everybody could go cold turkey, but nah, nah, real talk, real talk. Moving on though, a lot of niggas addicted to sex, man. A lot, and I get it. Leave, a lot of people are addicted to other people's energies. Even if they don't know it's like through sex or it's through just being around a person. And the person may not be right for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They just, you just addict to them type shit. Yeah. I've even experienced like people wanting to be around me. Well, before I say that, it's like in a ter- in terms of a lot of people being addicted to other people's energies it's like i became cognizant that energy draining is really real like somebody would want to oh Abdallah, you want to hang out whatever but i'm not gaining anything from us hanging out yeah i'm not being mentally stimulated physically stimulated no no aspect pertaining to life right being grown or stimulated yeah. but this person is actually gaining from me yeah whether it's like me speaking to them, you anything, yeah. anything. So it's like at times I gotta sit down and be like, I gotta reflect on everybody I know, everybody that demands. They gotta time. absorb Jibshu. And <laughs> absorbs <Jibshu. laughs> And it's like, what am I gaining? Yeah. And when you abstain, that person may react negatively. Yeah. Because you're acting, it's you're like funny. It's like it's like a drug addict. You change. It's like a drug addict. You're now preventing this person from obtaining that drug that they desire. Right. They desire your energy. You personally don't want to give them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So now they're going to react negatively with you. So it's like, if you really love me or you really cared about me, you would understand that I can't meet you every day. I can't be around you every day. Yeah. So when you react like this, now I'm seeing the real you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, yeah. I, have you ever, like, reflected and noticed that? Yeah, wrong. Yeah. I, like, certain people... I mean, to be honest, my memory dwindling because... <laughs> now, you know why? Cause, Another cause, thing before... Cause, cause I'm sorry to cut you people... off. Not sorry to cut you off. 
I came across a study. It said millennials right now, like our memory are actually worse than our parents, like older generations. Yeah, you know what? We got mad shit going on, man. But yeah, go keep going. Nah, the reason You're why definitely I, one of the that. reason why my memory is is on on this question is it's shitty. It's shitty because <laughs> I don't give niggas like that a chance to even build memories with. As soon as I'm around somebody and they energy is just like not what I want, like it's just not. I don't be. I don't like being around them. Yeah, literally, like it's hard to build a friend. It's hard to build. That's why I be mad confused with y'all niggas. I got toxic friends. Like, how did y'all become friends, bro? Like, no one around me is toxic. That's a fact, nigga. I don't care who it is. I was talking to my cousin last night, and I, and I and I won't say who it is, but you heard how I was I was calling him toxic, and this is somebody yeah. important to his life. I'll just say that I'm like, bro, I couldn't even be around her, bro. Yeah. No matter how much of what her figure is in my life, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I just couldn't be around her. Like that's that's toxic. I nah. I don't have nobody around me that's toxic. So I so my memory is bad because I can't even think of a time the last time that I was around somebody and was like, yo, this nigga's draining my energy. I can't think of a time because y'all niggas don't get a chance. You can't get around me. My my energy is precious. Cause I'm vibrant. Everyone get around me, yo. You got good energy. You you dope, boy. You got mm-hmm. you, you making things laugh. You, yeah. I'm I'm doing a lot. I'm saying I like to make everybody smile. Mm-hmm. But if you 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 Debbie down on every joke, you trying to find that that shit wasn't funny. Like, all right, go sit over there. Yeah, cause we laughing over here. We 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 having a good time. We you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You all like, man, I got rent tomorrow. And we all got rent, nigga. Figure yeah. it out, bro. Go to a, a therapy. Go see a therapist or, or or sit down with somebody and have a conducive a conversation where you're not just putting your bad energy on somebody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Actually, you want to take advice. Actually, you want to listen. People like that, that are willing to listen, they got problems, but they willing to hate somebody out and little take advice because maybe your life is fucked up because you ain't doing shit right. Mm-hmm. You Maybe you doing shit too wrong. You too aggressive. or You, you know what I'm saying? S- sit your ass down. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and start listening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because some of you niggas just, you ain't going to never, and this is going to be some preachy shit, but you ain't going to never get out your situation if you put in your bad energy and, and your bad like karma and you being bitter on everybody. Who the fuck going to want to help a person like that? No Who's matter how much of a good person you are. Let alone help You could them. be a therapist. If a nigga coming in every day, you trying to talk to him. You want to cancel that client. Yeah, so how's your day? That's like, reminds me when, that just remind me when in the office, when Toby was trying to get Michael to talk. Michael, yeah. And at some point, Michael was just like, he was saying mad shit. Toby was like, all right, forget it. Sign the sheet and you done. Yeah. Who gonna want to help a person that just don't want to help themselves, yeah. bro? I don't want to deal with y'all niggas, bro. Yeah. I don't deal with y'all. That's the fact of the matter. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that. Just like that. Um, Speaking of sex and partners and mental health, mm-hmm. this nigga, DJ Kid from South Carolina, Florence, South Carolina, his real name is Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? The shit he doing, he might as well be Jason Voorhees. <laughs> nah, his name is Jason. What the fuck? Chicken, chicken, yeah, chicken. I'll be pop, accidentally pop, deleting the shit. Like, Jason Voorhees is a DJ from South Carolina. Why are you looking that up? I'm going to just brief him. 
he was basically he now, Jason Voorhees. No, no. <laughs> oh, that's not. Oh, I'm bugging. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, I'm bugging. Bu- 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 bugging. He, Jason Pope. Yeah. Jason Pope. Keep going. Jason Pope. He's a DJ who was a fairly popular DJ. I never heard of him because he's from South Carolina. Yeah, I never heard of him. But apparently, and he white. Like apparently, he has HIV. The only white niggas I know is MV and Vlad. Nah, I'm joking, MV. <laughs> I'm white. I'm black. <laughs> Apparently he got six hundred bodies. Apparently, yeah. He, apparently of young he has women HIV, to, and he yeah. has allegedly been um <clears throat> condemned of. That's crazy, bro. Uh, spreading his HIV, he claimed that he had roughly six hundred and fifty nine bodies, and he was bragging about it on his Facebook post. And he also claimed that um all six fifty nine are African American women. So now it's he's a like terrorist. That is a terroristic act. He's a terrorist. He essentially, I mean, these people probably won't. I mean, hopefully, not all six fifty nine has HIV because yeah. he, he was trying to spread it or whatever. But yeah. like, you kind of like you injected a deadly virus into people, hundreds Consciously, of women. Yeah, hundreds of women. Yeah, you should get life in prison. Yeah, he got arrested, right? He got arrested. Yeah, he needs life in prison. That's like you essentially killing over 200 people, whoever much it was, slowly though. Like, they're this message, but not everybody can afford the medicine. Mm-hmm. Some folks are going to die in the next few years because of that shit, or next 10 years. Depending shit. on their and immune you're the system. Reason. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm you knowingly gave these women that's, HIV. That's fucked up, man. Allegedly. Um, as young as 13 years old. That's so sad. Imagine you find your daughter got Pedophilia AIDS, as well. So not only is he knowingly giving this virus allegedly but he's also a pedophile yeah and he's been he would compensate he would um entice these women with money and it's 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 really like stomach turning looking at the pictures it's like all these black women just smiling it's like because i know for a fact like some of them I just know for a fact they had the mentality of like, oh, he cute. I'm going to have some nice babies. Like, I've heard these right. shit. The with Mexican from... shit. Yep. Yeah, I've heard yep. these things. And yep. it's like, yep. y'all with this nigga, just because he's white and he's a DJ, like, black people, they fall, we fall for the stupidest shit. As all a, all a white person or somebody outside of our race has to do is a piece to us through our arts. Like a Chinese person, he do some dope hip hop moves. Oh my yeah, god, he's dance. down. Yeah, he's down. Like who the fuck? Who? Yeah. He invited who? to the cookout. It's a shit on Twitter. Yeah, he invited to the cookout. Who? who? There could be a whole racist with a with Adidas sweatsuit. Exactly. On. <laughs> All he do is a move or a rap a song. Oh, he no biggie. He's down. Yeah. Like how the f- who? First of all, who right. gives you the authority to speak for the whole black community? You know what it is? We giving out too much in- invitations to the culture. And that's why I fuck with Shorty from the is. um the event CultureCon with the with the purple um sweatshirt. Stop inviting them to the cookout. Right, yeah. I love that shirt. She's <laughs> that that that's what it was yeah. like. Facts. So it's like and this goes back to what Tariq Nasheed be saying. Shout out to shout out to Tariq. He he's like Black women always with this zaddy fantasy. Like, I mean, love who you want, whatever. I don't like I mean, being called that shit. Huh? I don't like being called Zaddy, Daddy. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> he just calls it Zaddy. It's yeah, it's mad yeah, funny. Yeah. Like as soon as you hear Zaddy, you know he's talking about a white guy and a black woman. Yeah. So it's like 
the funny thing is this could come out this this uh, many black women will see this and still consciously go fall for the same trap have the same mentality like subconsciously i still want a white guy because the baby's gonna be lighter lighter nice nice skin nice eyes nice hair exactly um better chance in life all this stupid shit yeah just because he's light-skinned and it's coming from a light-skinned nigga and and i'll be encountering dark-skinned brothers that be like are you light-skinned you get older bitches i'm like bro you get insecure niggas bro yeah like don't think like and women I get the two from girls too. Oh, you light skin. You must get like I'm. It ain't like that, bro. Like just because I'm light skin don't mean. I mean, I mean, I'm sure some girls is that's they type like yeah. light skin. And same thing with me. Like I like light skin girls too, but like just because she light skin don't mean she getting a pass over a girl. And they did the same exact girl. Yeah. Same, same, same phenotype, same features, but one's light skin, one dark skin. I'm trying to get both, low key. Because <laughs> I can't choose one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like that like, answer too. They, I ain't really into white girls, so they white, then she out the picture. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I see that. I encounter those little comments and shit, light skin. And like, it's it's just a form of like, like insecurity. Insecurity. And like, we can put on pedestals because our skin is closer to fair skin. Our skin is closer to white. And that's just literally just like I hope oh, I hope all of y'all that that say this I hope y'all know that white America put that in y'all head literally you you think it's your own independent thought nah let them cause they, nah it's literally because white America has has made you see it as kids magazines TV shows uh uh sitcoms um the pretty girl in the sitcom with the curly hair she's always the baddest one yeah she's always the baddest one with yeah. the curly hair light skin. Yeah. Why she always the baddest one? Because they purposely that's subconsciously cast. training you. Yeah. I I was a subject. To, I was a subject to that. Same you know here. But then you Same realize here. that like now, nah, black women is the standard. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, and we come in all shades, but like the culture kind of has so much beautiful black, brown, and dark skinned women. Mm-hmm. Literally, I literally wrote to I said I just have I just have one thing to say about culture con, and then black women. Period. That's the tweet right there. Mm-hmm. That's the tweet. And we got to know that. But yeah. And if you don't believe us, just attend CultureCon next year. A and, Curl Fest. And or Curl Fest. Essence Fest. Essence Fest. Like, I, well, I told you. I said, I want to go to any festival or any event that is driven and dominated by black women. Yeah. I that That's going to be my spots for the for rest of my life. I'm going to the events that's, even if yeah. it's an all dominated women event, I'm going to try to see my way in. Yeah. I'm going to have a camera. I'm going to have like a little <laughs> press pass. I'm getting that event, bro. Yeah. But yeah. I don't blame you. Um, yeah, man. That shit's crazy. How many, what, what do you find would be like a punishable, like a, a appropriate punishment? For what exactly? For this guy, DJ, DJ Kids. Like, I mean, he... For me, killing is not. Yeah, I'm about to say that's it's too easy. It's too easy because he's yeah. getting a way out. Yeah, he's getting a way out. He he has no he feeling no pain, unless uh, unless we do like some Guantanamo Bay shit and put him through like a 30 day torture process until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, yo, whatever you get, what you get. But that's very sinister. That ain't really my energy, so I ain't gonna put it out there. But nah, that's cool. That's my but, energy. <laughs> that's my energy. Yeah, but it's like I love saw movies. Yeah, they they got a little bit too brutal for me. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't see that shit. But anyway, niggas in jail gonna get him. Because pedophiles, they don't do well in jail. Yeah. Once the word get out, you pedophiles, you pedophiles and you hurting women? Yeah. And it's black. Hopefully the culture in jail is the same thing. Because apparently the culture outside, you know, snitches don't really get snitches no more. That's another subject. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully the culture in jail is like if you hit a woman or you in jail for killing women or you or you killing kids or you raping kids, you rapist that. Yeah. You get what's coming same. to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he should get life in prison. No parole, nigga. Yeah. And one of the worst jails and and all the CEOs know his info and they just spreading that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, guess what? This nigga right here. He, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He fucked your sister, gave her AIDS. Right. Because you know the prison system is like minimum 85% black men. Right. But the thing is, is niggas going to really want to beat him up because he got AIDS? Like, they probably going to be afraid of... Yeah, they can't fuck him either. It, it, right, right, right. you so, know that's their way still, of punishing somebody. The death penalty is too... I think he should get life in prison in one of the worst prisons. And he should be treated like shit for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? And he brag about it. That's the funny thing. Yeah, I bodies. fucked all these bitches and they all black bitches. Right. That's just the ice on the cake. So it tells For you the him. mindset of these niggas that look at Halle Berry ex-husband. Husband, you actually married the nigga. Had a child and all of that. Come to find out he used to call her nigga. He called Yeah. Halle Berry. Uh, I know yeah. That. yeah. She had a child for him, but don't she she married like two white men, right? Like she, I I don't know how many. I think, to my knowledge, it's only one white guy she married. Oh. Stacy Dash married four white men. Really, I never knew this. Now she white though. I looked it up. She yeah. white now though. Yeah, I mean, hey, she white now. But though. she been married though since like nineteen ninety nine, I think, to like two thousand five. She married like, for example, right? She married like a nigga from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand five. Two thousand five, she married another nigga. White people, like really? white celebrities, be on this shit. Like these niggas would divorce somebody and fast. remarry in the same year or a year later. Then they marry for like five years. Then another year, it's like from that marriage, it's like two thousand five to like two thousand nine. Then she remarried in two thousand ten. Then she, it's like two thousand ten to twenty thirteen or twenty twelve. Then she remarried in twenty fourteen. I'm like, damn, you ain't giving no break. Like yeah, the fuck, yeah, right? All, all of my guys and. But the thing is, look, if you, I, I look, I didn't study psychology too long in school, so I don't know like the, the terminology and you know what I'm saying. But just by studying humans, like it's something wrong with her. You know what I'm saying? It's something wrong with her. Yeah. And the fact that she's marrying so much specifically white men, in a short period of time, that could be seeking validation, seeking self love from somebody else. Because for one, it's it's multiple layers. Why are you dating so much? Why are you marrying so much people in like a ten year span? You know what I'm saying? That's one. Then you only dating white men, so it's like these it's it's layers so, of the psyche we got to. So dive when in people, people like be that. on some bullshit because when when Chinese niggas marry amongst them they own ethnic ethnic group and everything. Nobody yeah. says shit. Jews marry Jews. Nobody says shit. Black people come out and be like, "Yo, marry within your community, whatever." Oh, you got that's reverse racism. That's right. this, that's that. Right. You suck it, man. Fucking dick now, right? But when you come across somebody like this, like a black woman that only marries white niggas or a black man that only marries white women, you yeah. never mention nothing to these people yeah. because why? That's of your convenience. Because at the end of the day, right. these people, their spouses could potentially bring whatever resources they accumulate from this interracial marriage back to your community, back to your white community. So now it's like, 
don't come to me with this love who you love and marry who you love bullshit because you're not preaching what you're saying. Right. This person is clearly on one type of agenda. And you're not saying like, oh, why don't you marry an Indian guy? Why don't you marry a a Spanish guy? Why don't you marry a black guy? Why don't you diversify your marriages? All your marriages is only one ethnic group. So don't tell me you love everybody. That's a fucking lie. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like you're fucking lying. It's a lot of marriages too. I, I don't care. Don't don't think like me and Dominique care. We don't care nah, about who I didn't the fuck know y'all married. About that, about it's her. just funny. Just it's now. like it's very interesting that yeah, very like interesting. this is an interesting conversation, quite peculiar that we need to have. Like so, yeah, a lot of black people in the black community need to reevaluate. But then I also yourselves and people in your family who may be doing these things. And, but the thing is, women, specifically black women, that I've noticed that marry or get with a white guy. They get championed by other black women. Like, oh yeah, go ahead, girl. But yeah. you got good credit. Oh, go ahead, girl. Oh, you got you a white man. They yeah. treat they treat black women so much better than black men. I heard that shit in my family. I hear that shit. I, I, I read the comments and I be yeah. seeing that. Oh, go ahead, girl. You, you got some money. Oh, you better keep them. I'm just like, what? What are y'all niggas talking about, bro? Honestly, they're fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> they're dumb. That's all it is. They're like, dumb. They're speaking from, once again, that slave mindset. They're not paying attention. That's what I think. I think they're not paying attention. But shout out Cassie, though. Cassie look happy, though. Cassie engaged. Her guy is white? He's white. Oh. I I mean, hey, if you're happy, you're happy. pregnant now. You know what I'm saying? At least she diversified. Yeah, right. (laughs) She was with Diddy for like, what, almost 10 years? But, bro. I'm not championing well, anybody to, for it's not outside yeah, the race. It's like, not about... My main thing is not bro. about the phenotype of the person or the ethnic group the person belongs to. That's not... That should never be the deciding factor. Right. Well, depending. For me, I'm proponent black. Right, 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 right. Um, I'm about to say that, nigga. But yeah. you should... Speak to that potential spouse before you actually marry or procreate with the person and find out like their mindset. Like it's no way I, I, it's, I find it very hard to believe once again, going back to Halle Berry, that everything was good and gravy. And then you magically just started calling me nigger. Right. Nigger bitch, nigger whore, all of right. this shit. It, it's it, people give certain hints yeah. in the beginning Red flags yeah or, so it, yeah. it's y'all choose to look past the shit because yep. y'all want to see what y'all want to see I say that all the time out of y'all convenience but yep. i don't want to hear time. that bullshit i was just bro. telling all of my friend one of my close friends about you know who she is i was just telling one of my close friends the other day when we hung out in the city and she's talking about her ex and i was telling i was like look you gotta you got some accountability I'm about to hold you accountable. I'm gonna let you finish talking shit about him and how he was so insecure. And all that, but you got, you got be. I'm holding you accountable. So get your shit off, and then I'm gonna hit you with some shit next. And I'm like, look, you with this guy for what? How many? What two years? Or or you knew him for like two years, and then y'all started dating, and then now all of a sudden shit fucked up because you just not realizing he's 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 insecure. So you didn't realize none of this before y'all got engaged and y'all moved in with each other. She may hear this too. I'm gonna hold you accountable. You, I know who it is. Yeah. You ain't know none of this. You got you got in too deep. 
And now, now, now things kind of fell apart, and you backtracking because you you wasn't you be you wasn't being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You listening too much to your feelings, too much to your heart. You wasn't thinking with this. Well, you you wasn't thinking with this, and now you got to backtrack. You got to damn, I fuck with this nigga for this long. He did this corny shit. Ah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. God, you got you got to be diligent on on. You got to be diligent on protecting your your. Yourself, your sanity. Yeah. Cause these these niggas, yo, you think somebody they hurt. You think somebody that's not all mentally dead or somebody that's like insecure, they gonna tell you, yo, by the way, I'm insecure. This is what you should look out for. And if I start doing that, you should cut me off. They ain't gonna tell you that. <laughs> yeah, they not. It's up to you to be like, ah, right, you, you yeah. gonna check them or you gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. These niggas, I like him so much. He fucked me so good. She fucked me so good. Oh, she's so bad. He got money. She got money. She told me she loved me. She's great with kids, but like, she's a terrible girlfriend though, but she's great with kids though. Yeah. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, what's your favorite line? Your moral in life? Life is about- Oh, duality and dichotomy? Come on, man. This is and simple everybody shit. everybody operates out of self-convenience? Yeah, this is simple yeah. shit. But moving along. But not everybody. Majority of people. Moving along. Um, oh, then you want to retouch upon the fact of the week? Oh, you already did that already? I already did. Did you? With the relationship between sex partners. Oh, and, yeah, we yeah. did. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. The hypersexuality. Yeah. You have, a, you have something else? Um, I only have the woman in Texas. Um, Nah, we're going to say, yo, can you see the Joker movie? Yeah. Before next episode? Yes, I will. Because I, I really want to talk about I that movie. I'm, gonna I'm gonna probably going to see it again this week, probably just, just because. I'm gonna probably going to see it again because I really enjoyed it. Some people were saying they got bad reviews. Some people were saying whatever. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I want you to see it because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's a good correlation between that, what, what Joker became, and how society is today. Mm-hmm. So I like it. But um, do I have anything else? <laughs> Nah. All right, so we're going to have a short episode this week. Um, Last but not least, rest in peace to Atatiana Jefferson. This young woman was yep. 28 years old and was unfortunately, she unfortunately suffered the same outcome and fate as that of the late great Botham Jean. Well, Botham Jean. Hyper- coincidentally in the same state as Botham Jean. So I don't know if you guys heard about it. Well, if you haven't heard about it, um, Atatiana was shot while she was By in Officer her house. Aaron Dean. Yeah, Aaron Dean. His name out there. Was the piece of shit white supremacist mm-hmm. officer. Shot her in her home after responding to a, a wellness call which is a call that you call on somebody to see if they're okay maybe you heard somebody fighting inside maybe you you know somebody you heard banging on the wall that's when you call mm-hmm. them continue so the neighbor called um law enforcement after noticing the black man by the way after noticing um Atatiana's door slightly ajar so he wanted, you know, law enforcement to go check it out, make sure everybody's good inside. I mean, 
I'm not. I kind of understand why he would call. I'm not because calling it's the, it's two in the morning and the door is like slightly open, and you're not really. I, I would understand to an extent. You're not seeing any traffic, so you'd wonder. But I wouldn't call the law enforcement. I would be like, if we neighbors worried, I would check on you. Neighbors, I would call I'm, you. If we neighbors, I'm going over there. Or, or I'm, I would yo, call yo, you. Yo, y'all good? Y'all good? Yeah. I'm going over there. Like, yo, your door is open. I'm not calling the police on nobody black, Exactly. Nigga. That's my As moral. a black person, you should already know what Come time on, it bro. is in America right now. Like, regardless of the state you live in, all of this shit. Like, you should know what time it is. Come on, son. So, I'm surprised that he didn't call her himself or go check on it. But like I said, a lot of people be scary or whatever, so... Hey, but anyway, call law enforcement. The cops came and um was walking around, whatever. She, according to the story from uh her, the statement from her nephew, her eight-year-old nephew, he said, my aunt got up to go check in the back because we heard some sounds in the back. So when I heard that, I'm like, it gotta be it had to be the cops walking around that they heard outside for her to get up. Right. So anyway, the cops ended up seeing her through her bedroom window, and you know they claim something was in her in her hand. This is what they claim. I don't know. And um, he was like, "Freeze, um, police officer, whatever." And Put your hands up. Less Some than of your hands. less than one second, he started firing shots. So I don't know what kind of I don't know what's the point of saying "Put your hands up" and alerting the person that you're the cop if you're going to shoot anyone. But the thing is, it's also important to, because I'm reading it right now, the officer who did not identify himself. So he didn't, he didn't announce say that we're I'm a, a policeman. Cops. Yeah. First of all, you and nigga at my window with a flashlight with a gun. Like, what type of reaction you want? Yeah. He didn't announce that he idiots. was a cop. And that's just to show that they're not acting as public servants with you know, the intention of securing neighborhoods and people and their property, they're acting more in terms of deputized white supremacists because they're like, all right, this is a black person. This is a black neighborhood. I don't give a fuck about them, quite honestly. Right. So I'm not really going to... The way I would go about my job in a white you know area yeah i would have to be it would have to be more by the books mm-hmm. more protocol you more know what respect I'm saying? for life in a in this neighborhood i really don't have to sub subscribe to going about it by the in terms of you know yeah going the by code, the book the, exactly yeah i i can afford to make silly mistakes because trayvon martin killer got off to me Mike Brown killer got off. All these other cops that right. killed these black people got off. So right. the likelihood of me getting off is going to be pretty high. Right. Um. But yeah, come to find out, Atatiana, she's she usually babysits her eight year old nephew on the weekend, and she's known as the cool auntie. And they were actually up playing video games, playing Xbox, and. What he claimed that he saw in her hand turned out to be an Xbox controller. But then again, he claimed that he saw something in her hand. So I don't know if it actually, you know, if it actually was something in her hand. See, my thing is, my thing is, what do these niggas think we doing in our house all day? 
Like, it's like these niggas roll up to like black people homes and black people cars, and they just think we got a gun glued to our hands at all times. The kids got guns. The baby in the car seat got a gun. I'm answering the door with a gun. I'm playing video games with one hand. The other guns in my other hand. Like we got guns in our hands at all times. But these are the same people. I'm about to make a phenomenal point right now. You ready for that? Go ahead. These are the same people who are, who are you know the folks that support cops that say things like Blue Lives Matter. They're, this is the same like elk of people. I'm gonna describe them. They're you know very conservative, right wing, red state. Um, pro NRA, yeah, pro NRA people that are you know pro Second, Second Amendment. Yeah. We ban arms. Y'all can't stop us from banning our arms. You know the very you know that um they're very like patriotic in a sense. These are these type of people. What I'm describing most times is white people. Let's just be honest, right? So, um, these are the same people that want it to be. You know, pro bear arms and pro Second Amendment, meaning like we all should be able to bear arms to protect ourselves, our family, and our homes. But as soon as a cop approaches a house, literally, as soon as a cop approaches a car or a house with somebody black inside, and the cop says um, that we thought they had a gun, y'all niggas are apologists for the cops. Not to mention, Texas is an open carry state. Exactly. But I thought y'all was pro <laughs> being arms, though. But whenever it's a black person involved, y'all apologize for the cop overreacting when they may have seen a gun. First of all, y'all want us to have guns. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want us to protect ourselves. Most times, the nigga don't even have a gun in his hand. But y'all still apologize for the cops. So y'all make up y'all minds. You know what I'm saying? Like, like... I know y'all racist and shit, but come on, y'all gotta keep like it's either y'all pro gun, pro NRA, pro you know Second Amendment, and like all right, somebody should have a gun to protect their family in their home, or y'all antsy and y'all horrified of a black person having a gun in their home. Well, to be honest, based on their propaganda, since like, we was freed from slavery, they they've been in fear of us since then because at the back of their mind is they gonna get revenge, rebellion, yeah. Revenge. That's yeah. all it is. They gonna get revenge for what we did, right. and it's because of their guilty ass fucking conscience. They got anxiety. That's why they're always like this. Anytime they're amongst us, look at we came across. Um, look at the amount of security, look at the amount of money revenue security firms earn on an annual basis. Look at the amount of gated communities plus officers outside of the gated community yeah. plus it, within the gated community each house within that gated community has like a security slowman shield whatever right so what are you so anxious about what right. are you so in fear of nobody a, a never nobody never broke into no none of your houses in this community right in decades right. but y'all you're so fucking anxious that you need all this external security systems right they, these niggas got anxiety. So as long as they see a black person, imagine that being embedded in you from a child. Don't be around no niggas because they're very dangerous. They're very harmful. They're very this. They're, they're very that. They're savages. That's their favorite word. Savages. Savages. Right. Savages. Right. But then you grow up seeing your people shoot up school. So when you when you be grow up, a person like that growing up, a white person growing up in an environment like that, hearing this about black people, and you become a cop. And then you go to patrol a black neighborhood. 
you're on edge. You yeah. walking around with your they, when in police officers with they have like the gun holster, right? Right. The gun holster has it. like a clip to yeah. lock you the gun it. in. Yeah. They have that clip off, and they just they hand is like on like on some wild wild west cowboy shit. Like we about to have a showdown, and we right. gonna see who's the fastest drawer. Yeah. So that's the time they on. Right. I just had a really good point. Oh, this is this is not in the worst. Jesse Lee Peterson, not old, not old, not old, but most. <laughs> a lot of y'all white people got false trauma. False trauma, meaning your parents, your parents have raised you with this, with this i, with this ideology mm-hmm. of what you just described of black people are dangerous, they're barbaric, they're savages. You've never actually experienced this mm-hmm. firsthand, but you, your parents are, you know, are driving it into your head. So you grew up to be a police officer, and you got this forced trauma that whenever you run somebody black, your heart starts racing. Other than us, that's black. Not saying me, but other black people that have actually experienced, you know, like racism, being stopped by the cops, not knowing if you're going to make it home, being pushed up against the windshield, you know what I'm saying, having a gun put to your head and, and niggas calling you nigger because they racist. Like, this is real trauma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got forced trauma and y'all, y'all gun hole, you know what I'm saying? And we got real trauma and then we try to defend ourselves and then we get put in jail for fucking football numbers and all type of shit. Y'all get oh, administrative kill. leave and y'all get... You know what I'm saying? All this type of yeah, but it's you, evil on both sides. You, you know have mentioned saying? an interesting point. Um, going back to Aaron Dean, Aaron Dean, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Let me get going this bitch ass nigga name. Going back to him real quick. Yeah, Aaron Dean. After the whole shooting and killing of Tatiana, this the 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 police station took a day or two to actually release his identity. And then you mentioned something very interesting. Um, he resigned? He resigned before he got fired. So he knew what he did was fucked up. He, or, he resigned before... Well, that's what they say. Either he was told to resign... Exactly. I was going like to get to, to that. The, collusion. Right. Possible collusion. Because right. an officer, you have to speak with internal affairs after any type of incident. Right. And they would give you the best possible solution and they would basically give you a dialogue to follow when speaking to any type of anyone from media or, you know, in court. Right. Um a good movie to watch is Brooklyn's Finest with um uh Wesley Snipes and mm. um Don Cheadle. It was actually in Brownsville Projects that yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was watching it the other night. It's actually on Netflix. Watch it, y'all. And it shows like throughout the movie, it's like the perspective of three different police officers. It's like the good cop, the crooked cop who is raiding, um, who who wants to go on like raids to confiscate drug money from blacks. Right. And then give like a certain portion into like the station, like here, sir, this is what we um yeah. got. But then he but he actually it. stashed, yeah. Right. And then it's like the undercover agent. And 
specific so it was Don Cheadle the undercover the crooked cop was um the one who was stealing the money from raids was um Ethan Hawke which mm. is also the officer from um the movie with Denzel Washington training day, training day. that white guy it was him okay. and um the third one was Richard Gere which was the guy from Pretty Woman mm. right so Richard Gere's character he was the good cop and he witnessed an uh, his partner shot a black teen an unarmed black teen and while he was in um internal affairs after the same day after the incident the police chief which was black coincidentally in the movie told him to say such and such oh we found an ounce of marijuana on him and richard gear was like you know, of course, they're going to have like a white person playing like a savior role or whatever. Right. But in reality, like this shit ain't happening like that. Um, He was like, no, that's not what happened. Like we wasn't even supposed to be searching him. He did nothing wrong. The kid did nothing wrong. Yeah. But, you know, we have to make him. Cru- we have to crucify and criminalize him to a certain yeah. extent yeah, to, to justify this, you know, right. unfortunate event. So right. it's just say he had marijuana and he looked suspicious and you and your partner asked to search him and he reacted negatively and it resulted in this. That's all it is. Right. So now with me hearing that the officer actually um resigned before he could even possibly be fired, you cannot tell me that there's no level of collusion that took place. Yeah. And then on top of that, you chose not to release his identity. Right. And y'all always, they always base it on the fact of, um, oh, he he might uh, receive threats and we are in fear of his safety. How many officers that killed an unarmed black teen, going back to 1990, let's, let's, let's just take it all the way back there, actually was um harmed right in any way possible right stalked stabbed shot at whatever right. kidnapped whatever how yeah. many of them were actually harmed and if there are any it's a very small number i've never heard of any period yeah. because that shit would be all over the media right because that would be their justification oh we chose not to put out aaron dean's identity because in 2001 the killer of such and such uh, 2003 the killer of sean bell he was stabbed Right. In 1998, the killer of Amadou Diallo, he was shot at. So because of these two instances, we chose not to uh, put out his information, his identity. Right. You see what I'm saying? So all of it is bullshit at the end of the day. He's out, by the way. He got arrested for murder, right? His bond was 200000 He came up with 10%. He's out. So it's like... So it's like now you're it's out. the same shit. Repeats. Now you're out. You could be meeting with lawyers. You could be meeting with the police chief, the commissioner, all kinds of shit. Yep. We are going to get you off. Because if you're in jail, yep. now you're in the system. Everybody know who's, who's visiting you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yo, it's... Yo. Man. Yeah, shit crazy. Shit is crazy, man. I don't really... I don't really... I don't really... Like, situations like that, I don't be knowing what they do. If we was in a like, in a in an open carry state, we could still. Do, it p- depends how New York laws are because it's quite being that we live in the city and everything. 
but it's certain ways you could like bypass to be on some like uh black panther type shit it's like create a security form firm um Derek grace i know has this with mm-hmm. the mad tattoos on his face with the board game okay yeah, yeah he has a security firm company okay once you create like a security llc or whatever security form firm or whatever any like you can now um any of the employees can now carry weapons because we are a security you know right so that's why i was like if i don't know how new york laws are because we are in the city but you set up a security agency or firm and have them in a sense secure your neighborhood Mm-hmm. With you know, with weapon, ar- weapons, with right. arms, yeah, mm-hmm. and that would serve in in black communities only, because we're the only ones subject to this shit, right? So right. now you're in turn doing what the Black Panthers did in the '60s, because they claim the Black Panthers didn't set up a security firm. That's why they're they're the when I say them, I mean the system, the whites or whatever. Their defense was these niggers are just walking around with shotguns and weapons. Like, right. Even though the law of that state was open carry, you can you can bear arms or whatever. But we 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 are uncomfortable. Right. So now, modern day time, we have a security firm. Like we're carrying because we are security for our neighborhoods. So we don't need to rely on law enforcement. So now anything like this um happens again, you don't need to call law enforcement. You call one eight hundred whatever, Black right. Panther Party. Right. And we show up to yeah. investigate why this woman's yeah. door is. And we're gonna jar. do it correctly. Exactly. We're gonna knock, we're gonna ask, right. you know, you know what I'm saying? Call the house phone, call the cell phone, whatever. Because now we because we're policing and securing our own neighborhoods, we're gonna have a database of every person in that neighborhood right their address their names all of that contact number whatever it is so i see that that being the most fit in terms of moving forward and now any 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 conflict between this security firm and law enforcement this will become a legal conflict because we're an actual agency you see what i'm saying and this agency acted out of pocket with our agency. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because right now, like, it's not not every black household is being compensated because a cop shot a member of, you know, that household. Right. People are getting killed and not receiving anything. Not saying that you should look for that, but... Yeah, you gotta receive something. Because, like, y'all niggas... I mean, in this country, like, they give people hundreds of thousands of dollars for, like... Emotional trauma. Yeah, emotional distress. I'm suing you for emotional trauma and emotional dis- on the, um, distress. Yeah, distress. And again, like how can I measure again that? thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but then somebody lose their life. Even and millions. Yeah, lowballing them. Like this is bullshit. This whole shit is bullshit. The brother of I think it was the brother of Tatiana, um, Jefferson. Ah, Tatiana. Tatiana. My mistake. Um, and he was he's a veteran. He um he served in the military. Wow. And I watched ain't ain't that some shit? And I watched and, Fight um, for your country in your own country, shoot your sister. Right. And I watched uh um a video of him um speaking on it. 
And he was basically like, you know, when you're in the military and you do something wrong that goes against what you were trained upon, like, there are consequences for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. there are things that they put you through and there are consequences because you have a certain training. There are certain there's certain guidelines in place that you are trained upon that is like if you don't follow it, like there are there there are consequences for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And there has to be some type of consequence for this guy because it makes no sense. Like I've never heard of a cop, and and I just read it, it, it and it made me think about it. like the cop. I mean, the door is open to the apartment. The nigga don't even knock on the door. He don't step a foot inside the house to see. He got a flashlight. So he don't even step inside. He goes to the window. He goes where, to the back of the house first. Because that's right. what they heard footsteps in the back. So it's like, if you, this is just like real common sense. If you ever put a flashlight to like a window, they don't, you barely can see shit because the light reflects off of the, the glass. So he, like, that's already distraught in your vision. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That makes no sense. Like the doors open, the doors open. Every video I ever seen of every cop or every every movie, whenever they do a wellness call or whatever is something going on in the house, they, they open the door. They see yo who was home. This is police. Uh, uh. he goes to the window. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yo, these niggas are crazy, man. I ain't got no more to say. I did have a point, but I forgot. That shit is just dumb. But that idea about the security farm, that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Securing black neighborhoods. And Only like, black neighborhoods. And then like have like 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 have a contract with the police. Like, all right, we taking care of this district now. No, nah, not a contract. No, nah, you ain't even gotta tell them shit. We do our own shit. Not- if anybody, like for example, like let's say you are driving and the cops stop you, mm-hmm. you stop, you abide, you show them your license, registration, all that stuff. But in addition to that, you also call the security firm. So now they come on the scene as well. Nah, nah, even better than this, even better than that. What I was saying was have a contract where like, I right, we control in this county. Y'all not allowed to police nobody in this area. We taking care of it. No, it's not going to work like that. I, I know. And, and, in an ideal world, what I was saying. No, but you gotta be mind. realistic, though. You gotta yeah, be realistic. I guess. Because each precinct has their. Just imagine that's it, the city's, you know what I'm saying? Public imagine serving. the security firm is like so big that, like, the funding is so big that it's, le- it's legit, like, I, right, this is like our own, our own police. You know, like, like, for example, you got, you got like Chinese folks in certain areas where like they got their own police. They got their own. Literally, the Jews have it. Too. They they got their own police. They got yeah. their own school buses, city buses, that only they can get on. They they got their own little hospital buses and shit. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck we can't do that? You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck we can't reverse racism? I know, I, I know, I know, I know. That's they. I'm saying bullshit. that's my that's my concept. Like, all right, y'all ain't, y'all got to come over here. Y'all y'all can stay in fucking and yeah. um what's it called Mill Basin and and Bay Ridge. With that's cool. Yeah. Brownsville, East New York, Flatbush, which predominantly black people. We we gonna, and then the only thing we gonna do our thing. Yeah, once we set that up, the f- first thing you gotta do weed out all the coons, right? Because we don't want no coons shooting black. But people. then, but then it's white people inside neighborhoods. 
Yeah, white people. But we we don't care about them. We go with <laughs> the fuck. They got domestic. We're not policing y'all. We don't care about y'all. Like, we not, bro. We don't care about that. Yeah, y'all, yo, I really be. That's thinking, why I said like, we gotta get a database. It would be dope. It would be um, best to get a database, and um, within that database, we know who's at like the head of each household, and we know who's black. So we anybody that's white, whatever Chinese, we we disregard you. Right. You're not part of this. Oh, you're not yeah. going. It's just like because y'all already got y'all shit already. It's just like door to door sale, uh, door to door salesperson. We right. don't need anything from you. Right. We oh. just want you to, you know, understand that this is what we're doing now. Another point I was gonna make, you know, because some people is gonna say like say things like, "Well, this is just propaganda." Because you know, if you look up statistically, white people get shot and killed by police much more than black people. And no, fucking look, and look, but let's say, let's say that's true because they do have a big population. So there is a chance that more, more of them are, are, are getting killed by police, but it's not a chance. The difference is, let's say the difference is, is like we getting killed with no cause, no guns. I think that if that's true, cause I've heard that before, like look at the, look, oh, look at the numbers. Okay. I think. If that's true, that white white people are getting killed more by police than no than us, I think it's because like y'all niggas really deserve it. Like y'all, like I've literally seen videos of like white men fighting police, yeah, spitting on them, running away, First taking time. their cars, taking their guns, shooting taking, an officer, and then taking the cop car like, and driving off, wrestling with them, like getting tased and still running towards them, yeah. So I think that like if that's the Running case, Running towards them with guns in their hand, <laughs> right? And then they get taken. Right. I think if that is right, right, right. I think that's, if that's the that. case, look at, it makes no sense. I know. We run away with no gun in our hand. We, we get, get shot. shot. They run towards y'all, and you, <laughs> they get taken. I think if that's the case, because that could be the case. Y'all have a very large population. If y'all niggas getting killed by police that much, I think it's because y'all actually committing crimes. Y'all actually got guns on y'all y'all shouldn't have. Y'all actually drug addicts. Y'all on some shit. Y'all trying to attack the police. That's much different than us getting killed and you walking in our house. With impunity. And, right. It's a totally different thing. So that's that's my that's my rebuttal to niggas that say that. Because I've heard that before. And, and I've always said, because y'all be doing dumb shit. Yeah, but when you hear that, all you do is pull the database. That's yeah. why. You, that's when that comes in. Right. And you objectively shut that dumb shit down. Right. But Fucking cops right now. I ain't got no fact of the week, man. The fact of the week is law enforcement ain't shit in America. That's not even. A, that's and a it fact never, of life. It's never gonna be shit. Yeah. In America, unless right. all these niggas die. We on our way, but yeah. That's the fact. That like I said last episode or two episodes ago, man. All the evil. If you evil, you need to die, man. If you're evil, if you're doing evil, you need to die. I'm not even giving. I'm not even giving niggas a chance to do better. Ten years from now, you gotta die I'm gonna now. look into that security firm thing, though. As far as implementing in New York City, I'm gonna look into that yeah, because be it's dope. a business, and New York City is about business, right? Right. I mean, of course, backlash is gonna be crazy, but yeah, that's what anything you do that's against the exactly the powers that be. Shit. But thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Another great episode, in the for books. sure. We'll catch y'all next week.
Bang. Bang. <laughs>